I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. In the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has Hormone Harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDYSGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDYSGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. My date for a wedding next week is in the ICU. Guys, when I said I'd give a kidney to meet Shannon Bedore, I didn't mean that literally. Hold the cinnamon and sugar. I want diamonds in my pumpkin bread. Happy fall, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. Oh my god, I'm into it. Do you know I don't think I've ever had pumpkin bread before? Is that weird? Yes, it is weird. Is it? It is. 
I mean, if it doesn't come on like a latte or whatever, like my beloved PSL, I don't know what I would do. Well, uh, you can have the PSL. Okay. That, that, <laughs> I die that for works. My, that works. I die for my $6 PSL. Guys, it's Andy's Girls. Hey. Episode, hey, hey, episode 24. So I feel like I've missed so much between in the last couple weeks. We took a little hiatus from filming and uh, from filming, from recording our podcast with that that audio that I know that all of you love <laughs> so much because I've heard from so many of you. Um, so there are some fun changes happening to uh, Andy's Girls. Uh, one of which is I'm working with a um, audio engineer to improve our audio. So this week, consider it like a um, a flashback Friday. <laughs> to it is our, Friday. It is Friday. Cheers to that. To our um, to our audio. So we are going to be introducing over the next couple weeks um, some really awesome audio pieces. So I hope that you love them. Also. Um, some wrenching, melancholy, but still sassy news. Our beloved Damien Bellino, the um, OG of the AG, is going to transition his role from... Transition. Transition, but not like transparent. Like oh, different okay, kind got of, it. Okay, so <laughs> I got it. Transition his role um, from weekly co-host to friend of Andy's Girls. Oh. So we will have him back. Uh, and by we, I mean all of us, yes. <laughs> and all of my different personalities, will have him back um, telling us, spilling the tea, I'm sure, with Atlanta's trailer being released. He has things to say, so he will be back um, often. You won't be able to get enough of him, uh, but in the meantime, we are going to rotate some fun weekly guests. Believe it or not, I have... Um, some housewives on deck one of which will have a lot of things to say about one of the seasons currently airing so that's incredibly exciting so stay tuned uh, over the next couple weeks for some insane interviews and I feel a little bit like Kelly Ripa right now like but you know like more thin and gorgeous obviously yes. thank you more so much. thin more thin focus on the thin and the skinny um, and it's kind of, it's kind of strange not to have my beloved DB in his, which is like literally my apartment. Like this is actually my house. Um, but for today, I'm so glad to have a, um, devoted listener to Andy's girls and someone off the street, <laughs> someone off the street who I happen to have known since I was eight years old. Eight is years that right? Old. Yeah. Eight. Erica Warren, straight from... Cranston, Rhode Island. Yeah, representing Seatown. Representing um, to New York. So, Erica, welcome Thank to you. Andy's Girls. Thank so, you. tell me how much you love me so much, right? Oh, like, so much. Where did we begin? Erica and I were in a production of Annie, a legendary production of Annie, yes. at a small elementary school. In Providence, Rhode Island, where we shared the role of Miss Hannigan. Yes. Guys, can you imagine? Yeah. Epic. Epic. So good. So classic. So phenomenal. But when I watch it now, it's pretty bad. 
When you want, you have a recording of it? Oh, yeah. I have it. I'll send it to you. Wait, do you have a recording of my performance as well as yours? I think I do. I think <gasps> my mom, like, put it on a DVD or what? something. What? Are you kidding me? I don't think Everyone's... my parents cared enough to get a copy. Did you have to pay? That's why I don't have one. Shalom. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe there was a payment, but you know what it is? Everyone said how wonderful we both were. Yeah, I think we were extraordinary. We were pretty bad. What? Looking I got back. a standing ovation after Little Girls. Yeah. Her, no, that was like a... And I went to school for musical theater performance. That was a career highlight. Well, we were like I'm, not, I'm just talking about me then. I don't think I was that great. I what? mean, there are some pitchy moments that I wouldn't uh, proclaim. Stop so. it, Erica. But, you know, oh good times. Oh, my God. And good now times. you're a fabulous interior designer Yeah, in great digs, by the way. Loving Thank the you. apartment. My apartment is phenomenal, is it, it not? Is. It's like very mod sassy. It is mod. That is we the have, perfect way you. to Thank describe you. it. Oh my it's like, if it's you were good. looking for a word, mod sassy is it. <laughs> what we need. Yeah. Um, so let's cheers. Oh, let's cheers the Maribel. Yes. Guys, we're drinking Brad and Angelina's rosé. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> but don't stop this the production of this because it's so good. Oh, my God. It is really good. Let's take a sip. Mm. Uh, so I've been hoarding Nectar of a, the gods. Right? I've been hoarding this bottle because it is, to me, extremely expensive. It yeah. was like thirty dollars, thirty five dollars. Yeah. I think that's I not a joke. I bought a case of it because I was so worried Shut that it was up. gonna like. Well, because they only it's make rosé, you know. Oh, you know they really only sell the it in the summer months, so I had to stock up because I just can't get enough of it. Oh my it's god, I'm that super good. into it. Okay, so let's pivot from Brad and Ange because you know that's an hour just to talk about what the hell is going on in that relationship. Um, team Aniston forever, obviously. So tell team me. Team Billy Bob. <laughs> team Billy Bob. Team vials of blood around our neck. So I feel like there's been so much that's happened in the last couple weeks on Jersey and OC and then also off camera. There's just been a whole lot of shit going down. But um, what is, so what's, what's your history with being a fan of the Housewives? Like, when did you start watching? Did you? Because I started watching in during Orange County. Oh, me too. From you the did. beginning. Oh yeah. So what attracted you to the show? I don't know. I just I started watching Bravo. I started watching, and, and I was just and I had already so watched different. Real World and all of that. Right. So I was already into you know the whole uh, reality show. Yeah. And I used to think that these women were like so glamorous and now that I'm an adult and glamorous, like I don't think they're that glamorous all that. Like, mm, not so much. You don't think that they are? Some of them are. Aspirational show like Beverly Hills, super glam, New York can have have, extremely glam moments. They have glam moments, but I don't think like, I don't think it's like super glam, but maybe to someone in like the Midwest who doesn't live in New York, you know, would Who think do you that. think is the most glamorous housewife? Well, I mean, Lisa Vanderpump is just like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. She's oh, obviously like you can Diamonds tell the ones, day. the ones that have the real money versus the ones that like are on the cusp. <laughs> like, of what? Of, of the dole. Of like actual bankruptcy. Like you know, th- they don't all have the the gl- the glam. Come on. I mean, like, the Richards, like, they have, they clearly have, like, family money, and, like, he, you know, what's the husband's name? Maurice. Maurice. He obviously has a very successful business, but, you know, they don't all have, like, big mega millions. Like, the DC housewives, like, that was just, like. The DC housewives were just, like, upper middle class-ish. Yeah. But not, that was an, that was an odd franchise. I think that they were hoping for something more. Much yeah, and much more substantial because of the political world, and then everything that happened with the Salahis just like killed yeah. the entire. Where are they now? Where are they? Well, Mikhail is married 
to a guy from Journey, I want to say. Oh, good for her. She looks like she'd be like that white snake <laughs> type of... She has that look. Like, she's on a car flipping her hair. Oh, my God. And her husband is, I don't know, right, is, like, probably filing for some sort of bankruptcy situation. Yeah, Trump supporter. (laughs) (laughs) Phenomenal. Um, Okay, love it. So who is your, like, what's your favorite franchise of all time? Um, Probably New York. I would say New York. I mean, I'm a big fan of the, you know, Australia, Melbourne. You're a super and I'm a, big fan. I'm a super fan, and I'm a super fan of Cheshire. Okay, so Cheshire, I could give or take. I don't really have a great connection with them. Like, I was more of like a Ladies of London person than a I Cheshire do love, person. I, there's nothing I love more than Caroline Stanberry. But, yes, but, oh, love But her. technically that's not a housewife right, show. Right, it's not. Thank you for correcting me. But, um, oh yeah, <laughs> let me correct you on your <laughs> no, show. No, 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 it's good, it's good. But, um, but yeah, I do love those two, but New York, because I live in New York, so I like, you know, I like that it's like, you know, my backyard, so to speak. Right. I mean, it's nice when they're talking about different locations and it's like places that you could actually go to. And do go. Like yeah. places that I see, like this, this season they showed Sushi Rocks, which was like a new restaurant. And by the way, it's clear like that they it's, um, obviously are employed to come in there right, and of all course, of that. Of course. But I ended up going there, had a great time. Wait a second. As many other people probably did. Wait a second. You actually went to Sushi Rock? Yeah. The food is not good, but it's a fun experience. So what What actually is a fun experience? Because I remember watching that episode and being like, what the fuck is happening? Well, they definitely... They do like karaoke? Yeah. It's, it's like a, a little like show, dinner and a show. Really? So, you know, we're from Rhode Island, so we like to get the most for our money. <laughs> we do. So, um, but yeah, not the best sushi, um, but yeah, good but, time. But fun. it rocked. It, it rocked. did rock, yeah, so with an X. They're 50, with yeah. double X, so they're yeah. 50% there. So what did you think this season about Lou V. B., if you're a New York uh, You know, I used person? to I used to love Bethany, and um, I've actually met her a couple of times. Oh, tell me everything. Well, I met her because um, I used to work for a fashion company before I went into interiors, and um, one of the guys who I've known for a really long time, still friends with him, uh, you know, grew up with her, was at okay. her wedding. Actually, the wife was on the show. Connie, one of the blondes, when she had oh, her yeah, whole... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so they're like real-life friends, like in real life, um, not show friends. Love it. And um, They're not contracted to go to drinks with each other. Exactly, yes. Okay, into it. Yeah, she's not showing up at a certain time to make sure that the camera is in. <laughs> Anywho, um, so I've met her a couple of times, and she's very much the way you see her. Like, she's, you know, very, like, quick and responsive and, oh, hi, how are you? Yeah. Oh, you look great. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. What are we doing here? Oh, oh. Like, she's very much like that. Is she, like, a drag queen, though, or is she still a human person? No, she I mean, has human. She, like, this was, a, this was before cartoon? Jason Hoppy. This was... Oh. This was before... This was when it was... This was new. Like, this was Bethany. when she was, like, maybe two seasons in. Oh, that was Friends peak. with Jill Zarin. That was like, peak Bethany. Yeah. There was no better now, Bethany. Now, I could do without. She's too much. I mean, she is... She came in this season... Like, I get the whole, like, last season, she was crying, blah, 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 blah. Right, she was, like, right in the midst of the... But now, this season, deal. it's like she was on something. I mean, not literally on something, but on... Not some, like Dorinda. She was... Not like Dorinda, exactly. But she was on her, up on herself. Like, she was coming in hot. She was like Tim Kaine in the first 20 minutes of that debate. <laughs> coming in hot this season. And I don't understand why she had to, like, attack everyone. Like, 
she was like going for the jugular with Luann. And like, not that I love Luann, but you know, she's a hot mess. I want to watch that. Like, give me some more of that. I want the wedding. I'm waiting for the wedding. I don't, here's my question about that. So I don't know if the wedding is really going to air. And you know what? I'm actually immediately going to correct myself. I think it will air. I do not think that she will get a spinoff. I think that Well, that's what she was hoping for. I guarantee. I think she was hoping for it, but because so much of the, she wanted to play the part of the blushing bride and the table's completely turned. Yeah, at like 50 years old, which by the way, I mean. Which is fine. I mean, like, listen, if it's like the new chapter in her life and she had done that Is she going to wear white? Like the jig is up. No, she has three dresses. Wow. And she's going to do a new song. Okay, Kim Zolciak. Right, I know. Um, but I think that she was really pushing for the expectation that she could parlay this um, into some sort of like wedding spinoff a la Candy or Kim or whomever. and Tamara, it, Or yeah. Bethany even. And it just didn't happen because of the whole Tom at the Regency Mishigas. Like the plot completely turned. She lost the edit. And yeah. as a result, I don't, I don't know, to be completely honest, if she would – and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I don't know if she would be interested – in having that kind of four or five episode or even like three or four episode spinoff if she knows that that kind of focus is going to be magnified on so much she, of the she wants it she wants you think it she does she's a fame whore she wants it they all really? want it yeah they all want a spinoff that's what they want please God, i i, I strongly I believe that really? if someone called shannon bedore and said we're gonna do a spinoff with your kids you know, oh, on would, the road with um, their new show, their I new would, band, she'd I be on it. I would watch that in a second. The love of my life, Shannon Bedore. Um, can't get enough of her. That's so interesting. But I feel like maybe we should talk about, speaking of Shannon Bedore, we should talk about what's happening with OC. I mean, I think it's been really a crazy couple weeks. First off... First off, Vicky's never looked better. I have to just throw that out Vic, there. Vicky, off, if Vicky's, you're listening, like, yeah. you never look better. Vicky's like face and head transplant has been an enormous success. She does not look like the person that she was seasons one through like no. eight and a half. She obviously had she some sort looks, of microdermabrasion or something. Right, and also like new head. Um, she, <laughs> she looks amazing. But sweet Lord, this week and the last couple weeks, her behavior, it's like she, yeah. she can't get ahead of herself. She is... Also, what is she, what was she wearing Okay, at the Heather book party. It was like a, it basically, well, yeah, it basically was like a black dress that had, um, what is it, a, a seatbelts, pink seatbelts oh, right. on the shoulders. I think that's, oh, seat right. Seatbelt straps. It, it was the probably the most little, horrific thing. Yeah, it's a little fashion backwards, so she doesn't win on that round. But the whole news of her cancer charity was so... yeah strange to me first of all they're playing off of the fact that there was a whole cancer scheme i mean i would imagine that would be right but they've gotten so she's gotten so much negative reaction to that offline um so apparently she started a GoFundMe with a goal of raising five hundred thousand dollars she has currently raised 143 not like 143000 but $143. Oh my God, I'm donating immediately. No, you're not. 50 cents. Come on, let me no. do it. No, well, here's the whole weird thing. You can't really donate. So what she's hawking are these like um, Livestrong 
rubber bracelet. Yeah, I saw she was wearing one in her commercial. Except that if you go to the website and are interested in buying a rubber bracelet, they... (laughs) That was me popping the bottle (laughs) open. Sorry. I I would take a straw if you had that. Stick it right in the bottle. Amen. Um, So when you go to the website and you are interested... If if you go to the website and you're interested in buying a rubber bracelet, you're not able to do so. What the website directs you to do is... Just give them your information and they'll contact you. There's no info on how much the bracelets are individually. There's some sort of language about there being a maximum of two bracelets per household. Like they're expecting these to sell out and they've sold $143 worth of something. There's a link to potentially change your insurance. Oh, so it's all, Which yeah. Which is super it's all, scamish. Yeah, it's all and, a scam. Right, and she's on this show talking about how important it is to donate to cancer charities when you're not really sure where their money is going and then at the end end of the episode they're talking about her buying some like hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollar car i mean like yeah it doesn't actually it doesn't actually make sense to me it feels like she she should should, stick to finding a man right she should focus your efforts there maserati money elsewhere and if she was really oh so the name of the charity of course that allegedly some of the proceeds go to a city of hope, which of oh, course, as everyone yeah. knows, is totally intertwined with Brooks Ayers and all yeah, that craziness. Yeah, your favorite Brooks Ayers. My, yeah, the love of my life, yeah. Brooks Ayers. Um, and it just feels so strange to me. And then I also think about how this could have been produced better by Vicky, not the show. And I think about an old episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Kyle and Mauricio hosted like a fashion show fundraiser mm-hmm. for a children's hospital. Oh, yeah. At Kyle's, at Kyle by Eileen too, like at yeah. Kyle's clothing store yeah. in Beverly, I want to say it was in the Beverly Hills location, just now she has a couple, um, at, in the Beverly Hills location. And the reason it was so successful and people thought well of it was because not only uh, was it like a high fashion, high value show, like she had her shit together with that, it raised awareness for her store, so it was a win for Kyle. And then it was announced at the event by no less than um, Jamie Lee Curtis that Kyle and Mauricio had donated a hundred thousand dollars. Well, because that that just goes back to what I was saying. They have real money. But I think that Vicky does have real money. Vicky parades around in legit stuff. Like she, Vicky, of all of the people on even OC who pretend they have money, she's or the OG. Don't, she is the OG, and she really has become extremely financially successful. Some of that is because of her business prowess, which she was working on before she started the show, but a lot of it is connected because of her persona through now on Real Housewives as like a go-getter woman. And I just wonder why she wouldn't understand that instead of partnering with these like shady businessmen to try to uh, flip the script on what was a really embarrassing PR nightmare for her with Brooks, why she wouldn't just like put the money down and make some sort of real commitment that shows like I I am sorry and I'm moving on by her spinning it into this thing where it like bleeds into her company kind of sort of and she's doing it terribly it just makes her look I think it cheapens her more than she already looks and that's pretty terrible when you think about it it's not it's not great it's not ideal I don't know what the show would do without her I I don't she's not going anywhere She's not, but I think that, I think her business This Kelly is, girl can go, though. Well, sure, but I think that Vicky's 
business has 100% been impacted, and she said that publicly. Oh, yeah, I, I would believe that. I would believe that. Listen, she's she's got a good thing. I mean, she's definitely, she's the OG, obviously, you know, the story that, you know, her son filed uh, paperwork to, you know, get the show started. It was going right. to be like Moms of the OC or something, and... So she really is the you know the reason why all of this happened. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she's got a good thing going, but yeah, I don't know why she's involved with shady shit. But listen, she was involved with a shady guy. So right. what would Maybe make you think her, otherwise? She obviously really is drawn point. to that. She's obviously drawn to it. I just think that she should be so much smarter than she is, and it's strange to me. So what I think you should have her on. I, I will. And I ask her these d- difficult questions. <laughs> I'm sure she'll love it. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna love being oh my in God, the hot I've gotta seat. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. What are your thoughts on a, a less of an OG of the OC? What are your thoughts on Kelly? I mean, what's your experience in watching her? What do you think about her marriage? So I I feel bad in saying this, but I'm just going to say it. I think she looks like a transvestite. Um, okay. And I've seen really good transvestites, and I don't think that she's one of them. Um, but that being said, all that aside, um, she's a really good mother. She likes to say that. <laughs> Um, her husband... I don't think she's a bad mother. I know, but why do you say it so much? It's like, thou not protest too much. Thou not, like, say it too much. Like, why are you telling it? I'm a good mother. I am... If one thing is true, I'm a good mother. Like, what is that? I think we didn't ask you if you were a good mother. Right, but I think that's also... It's like when Shannon was like, I didn't ask you if you uh, went to college. I didn't say anything about going to college. Where are you bringing that up? Like, it's just like, she feels like she has to prove herself, and I think that's... The bad thing that happened, this is the thing that happens with new housewives, that they, they try so hard. Right. And, like, they try to, like, prove themselves as something. And I think, like, she's trying too hard. Yeah. I also think that her boobs are way too big for her body. <laughs> There's not a lot she can do about that. Well, she could have them reduced. She should consider it. I mean. They might not be real, though. They might have been a purposeful choice. No, they're definitely not real, Sarah. <laughs> Are they really definitely not? They're definitely fake. I just think that they need to be sized down a little bit because, you know, that also doesn't help with looking like a transvestite. Yeah, so. like, oh my God, Erica Warren. Um, I'm not a fan of her. I could do without her. What do you think about her relationship with Michael? I mean, there was a moment on the um, on this episode oh, yeah. where she was understandably, and I think, aggravated or something well she was just she's kind of come to a place i think with them being separated for two years and then coming back to each other for whatever reason where she's come to a place where she is struggling and desperate to connect with him and make this work in a way that's unhealthy for everyone well they said that she said he was a narcissist right like right like so you know and that was what like Tamara and her were connecting on because simon was a narcissist right right right. it's so difficult to be in, in a relationship and then it's even worse to get divorced from a narcissist because they will just constantly dig at you and like you know 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 where it hurts so to speak right. i don't know he seems like a dick i i don't know he's not even good looking i mean I, I don't understand clearly they have major issues and i think she was looking for him to like you know that big gesture that david bedore did for shannon and putting oh, that right, whole right, thing right. together yeah she clearly was a little jealous about it like she was just like well you know it's going to be our 10-year anniversary and you're not doing anything for me like you know, first of all, he's a guy, so they don't always think like that. And David Bedore had a lot to make up for, let's be honest. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. He just, he doesn't seem like he's that into the show. He doesn't seem like he's that, he's that into her. He just seems like he's into just 
drinking and and being sort of like an older guy who's retired and kind of wants to like live the rest of his life it just makes me kind of sad for her because I think what she wants is what Gwyneth Paltrow did which is having that you know quote-unquote conscious uncoupling but having there be a parting of ways where the focus is entirely on the children on on the kids and for her and her daughter I don't know that she's ever going to be able to she seems like a strong woman she does seem like a strong woman but obviously as she said one of the because she was probably once a really strong man oh my god Erica (laughs) I think that um one of the issues is that she's talking about staying together or getting divorced but she has the info in her back pocket about the fact that divorcing him was a nightmare that he was like really nasty yeah because he's a narcissist narcissist so that's where that whole thing falls in how is she going to be able to get out of this is it just going to be one of those things where they continue on forever maybe they just maybe they just decide to have an open marriage I don't know. Maybe I don't think the issue though is cheating. I think it's a personality clash. It's like yeah. a personality conflict. Yeah, I don't know. He's he is. I don't know. He's not my cup of tea. Well, speaking of cup of teas, what do you think about Jimmy Edmonds and his candle factory? The, oh my god! The so sweet, sweet smell of Jimmy Edmonds. So can we just stop with the nonsense that he is a candle maker? That he's. Jimmy Edmonds, the candle make oh candlestick my God, that was maker. Adorable. Well, you're an expert, so tell me everything. Yeah, you're like you are an interior design expert. Yeah, and like we make candles, so <laughs> like we actually make the candles, right? Made in the USA, natural soy. So, okay, he's clearly not a candle maker, and she says it on the show. She's like, our friends in St. Louis have this store, so we're opening a franchise, reminiscent of a a store I know in Palm Beach. I love right. and want to bring to, you know, Beverly Hills, yeah, Kyle is, by Eileen, too. Right. So, can we stop with the Jimmy's a candle maker now nonsense, please? I think please? he's, like, passionate about, maybe he's, like, helping with the scents, like, when a celebrity does a designer fragrance. And I mean, they he's talk probably, about like, paying the rent, opening the store, saying to, saying to himself, I need to get my wife a job. Well, right. she actually used to work at Anthro, by the way. She says what it on the show. What did she do at Anthropology? She was probably, like, an assistant store manager. Oh my god, love it. Super but, into it. Yeah, the whole I'm a candle maker. No, you're not a candle maker. Can we please stop with that? Like, I, I don't understand. But good for them. I hope the store does great. If I go, you know, to the OC, I'll definitely stop by. I thought it actually looked super cute. Yeah, they tried to be the, like an anthropology. They tried to set it up. Right. Like, it looks a lot yeah, like an anthro. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks great. You know, she's going to be running the store with, you know, pregnant and all that. Good for her. I mean,. Listen. Oh, and pregnant thinking, Tara talking about, like, her um, experiences with depression. I could see how that would be really offensive to women who can't get pregnant, though, that she's crying about not having twins, but yet she has a healthy baby growing inside of her. Like, I could, well, I don't, I'm not offended, but I could see, because I was reading some things, I could see how that would be a little offensive. Like, really? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, listen, like, you know... I'm happy that she has a healthy baby, that she's, you know, you know, you know, grown. I don't to... think anyone is begrudging her. She lost a baby. I mean, she lost a... Yeah, but she didn't technically lose a baby, okay? There's a chance that the baby, there's a chance that it wouldn't, that neither of them would have made it, right? I mean, there's always that chance. Right. Just because you do in vitro doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to come out with a baby. You could have more complications. Right. I just thought that, like, the morning of... Like, the child that didn't make it. Like, you should be really happy that you have this 
opportunity to be a mother and that one did make it. I don't know. I was reading some things and they were controversial. <laughs> That's I don't the care. craziest thing I've ever heard well, someone just say on this show for 24 episodes. Messenger, I'm, these are some things I'm oh hearing. God. People are saying. I'm gonna get Mickey's boyfriend's gun from his holster, <laughs> Mr. Sheriff. I'm not a big fan of Megan, by the way. <laughs> well, first off, that's apparent. Number two, Megan is the shit. Oh Megan no. is no, no phenomenal. No, no. If not for Megan, we wouldn't have gotten to the root of the issue Eris? with Brooks Ayers. Okay, I get she's that. Shannon so has smart. something to do with that too. Come on, Shannon. No, obviously. she did, of course, but Megan is. So smart. She's not my she's not my cup of tea. Why is she not your cup of tea? She's not my cup of tea. I just I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm not a, I'm not a super fan of Megan's. That's all. I don't know. And that has nothing to do with her baby. I'm just saying. People are saying this is what I'm hearing. Oh my god. <laughs> I actually can't believe well, listen. That you don't die for MKE. No, MKE. Sorry. God forbid I ask, but what are your thoughts on Shannon? Shannon I like. She's a little annoying with the voice. Like, she does these little, like, you know, Shannon Bedore does that. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh my God. it's like a little, like, the third person thing is a little much. But, you know, I like the OC, but it's not my favorite. Like, that's not my go-to. Am I going to watch it? Yeah, of course I watch it because I love all of the franchises. But that's not my go-to. Like, I'm, I love Jersey. Like, I love New York. I love Beverly Hills. They're pretty low on my totem pole, OC. Because they've been around for so long? I'm just, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's not my, it's not my go-to. It's not my go-to. I mean, I die for Melbourne. 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 That is so interesting. So who's your favorite Melbourne housewife? Um, well, I love Chica because she's the only one with real style. Chica's phenomenal. Although yeah. she's leaving the show. She is so sad. So, so sad. sad. Do you she's got, talk about legit money and a legit business. Um, do you think that the reason she's leaving is because of how Lydia reacted this season? So what is the rumor? Her? I think it's that her husband is gay. Yeah, there's nothing. The more I've tried to do some honest like sleuthing online, and there's not anything aside from people gossiping about it because I think she used like the almighty dollar as well she should and made sure that yeah, um, probably they wouldn't include any of the edits where Lydia's actually yeah. discussing it. I love Lydia by the way. She's crazy. You the do? way she treats the way she talks Joanna, to her Oh Joanna. Her live in slave. Oh it's 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 ridiculous. Everything oh, about her is does. ridiculous. And I love Gina because she is a real life drag queen and she lives for it. And she wants her she wanted her scent to smell like a drag queen. I love Gina. I, I love her. I don't think I did at the beginning. I think she or maybe season two. She's a barista. She She's a, a smart cookie. Smart cookie. What do you think of Petty Fleur? Oh, Petty Fleur. Ugh. She's, uh, listen, she looks good. She, she definitely, looks great. she got her shit together. No, I'm Who begged to differ? Right, I'm so into it. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on the um, sneak peek for OC? The ladies go to Ireland and allegedly Tamara, in a moment of fury, physically assaults. Kelly Dodd? There's some weird shit that goes down where... I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. She's training for this, like, you know, uh, fitness competition. Right, so her hormones are all, like, out of whack. Yeah, and she hasn't had a carb in, like, a year, so, right. I mean... she's, like, angry. I mean, listen, it. she looks good. Like, let's, She does look great. You know, cheers to you. You look great. Like, but, I mean, 
I don't know. I think it has something to do, like, she gets, like, aggravated about the daughter. You know, she has no relationship with the daughter for oh, some right. reason. So, so I, I think, think there's, like, happens, a, so Kelly a dig about that. Right. So, uh, allegedly, Kelly Dodd asked her real estate agent to look into the lot or the... Um, oh, yeah. Heather's house. Heather Are and we Dr. See? Dubrow's house. Are we going to see the house? I don't know. If we'll, I assume we'll see it by the end of the season. I don't actually know if in real time it's completed. I assume it like is. Like, dying to see it. Dying. Yeah. Dying. More than Chateau Charette. I am more... Oh, I am so much more Chateau Charette. (laughs) Can't wait. So, allegedly, Kelly Dodd is, like, sending out whispers trying to find out about the worth of their real estate. Tamara finds out, tells Heather, and then Kelly gets so upset that she says a lot of serious, cutting, nasty nasty things, which is sort of her flavor. I mean, that's how she operates. She thinks about speaking, and she goes for the jugular the jugular yeah. which is so insane considering how the smallest little comment about her life can re- result in her or her actual behavior can result in her being incredibly nasty because what if her daughter finds out blah 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 so the trailer for their ireland trip ends with her having like Tamara, a panic attack Tamara having like a physical panic attack being cradled in shannon bedore's loving arms and it was just kind of crazy looking so I assume that there's some sort of and have read that there's some sort of physical altercation that we may or may not see on camera but is more than likely going to be discussed and then in the meantime there are several housewife blogs that have posted pieces this week um, because of a leaked producer's email to the cast of OC telling them not to harass each other online and on other outlets where they're literally told to be um, silenced, uh, which I thought was sort of a crazy next step because technically if I was working, you know, social media and marketing for these shows, sure, you'd want them to talk about each other, but the OC cast is so um, broken and fractured that they are really going on attack about each other's personal lives and families. And it's really been Kelly going after Tamara's estranged relationship with her yeah. daughter, which is by all accounts... Very personal. Very personal and wrenching and something that she didn't even bring up on the show while it was going on for at least a year. I want to say one or two years yeah. when she said she hadn't spoken to her daughter. Because Kelly's, Kelly's nasty like that. She is nasty. And she's, I think, maybe Because she's trying too hard, too. I think it's part part her like being a nasty person. To, I don't know if it's. I think a part of it is her trying to leave a mark, but make her mark rather. But I think a part of it is also absolutely the fact that that is her personality. It I is. don't think you can make up that kind of. It crazy. is. It's both, but at the same time, these housewives that are new on a franchise that's been around for so long, you have to imagine that their first season is basically an entire audition. I mean, yeah, that's true. They're auditioning they the have whole to, like, time. Give their all. So yeah. why are you worth it to have you come back? You know what I mean? Like if she's a shitster, like Jules. Jules was just like right. you know a joke. And she, right. And I she like Jules. Never right, but she wasn't like adding anything. She what did she add? Back. Nothing. Not a lot. Not a she lot. was a wet she rag. She came alive more toward the end of the show when there was like no point. Yeah. You know, she like had right. a couple funny lines. Right, right, like right. she had a couple little like at home cute scenes. But Kelly. Kelly. Kelly's trying to really make a mark so that they keep her. But I, I think. also, but I, she is also an asshole, right? And she is a liability. And I honestly think that Tamara has so much power at this point. Vicky, I don't know that anyone really cares what she thinks, but 
Tamara has so much power, Heather has so much power, Shannon has so much power, if they work collectively, that if they all said, if you hire her back, we won't film. That is also true. And I think it's more true for OC than for any other show. I don't know if New York could get away with that. Like, mm. if New York was all really upset about, trying to think of someone who's not an OG, who's, like, newer. If everyone in New York hated Jules and wanted to band together, I don't think it would work as well because I think they're easier to replace. I mm. think New York is easier to replace well, than Well, they've OC. had so many people. Right, too. which is so dependent on relationships. And Tamara... Oh, Aviva, I loved her. Oh, Aviva, you are throw a leg. I just think that Tamara is so crucial to the cast, and I think that the things that of Kelly... Of course, has, yeah. Right, I think the things that Kelly has no, said have been completely um, insane. So on that note, I think we've exhausted OC a little bit. Yeah. What were your thoughts on Jersey? Oh, New Jersey. I love me some New Jersey. I love I love New Jersey. Um, it seems like I feel really bad for Teresa's family. They are some they are some hardcore family members. I mean, those yeah. kids. That scene where with they're Joe, all having yes. dinner with the father, with Joe, right. and they're talking about how they're gonna, who's gonna take out the trash and who's gonna help cook. I mean, I felt really bad. Like yeah. that was really sad because that's like real life. I mean, that is real life. You could say all you want about these shows and how, who's record, who's uh, filming with who and showing up here and the posh fashion show and all that. Right. But that is real life. Like those are real kids, and his and their dad is really going to jail. For four years. Yeah, which is so scary. And then maybe being deported, which is terrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how the family would heal from that. And I and Teresa's obviously bringing in all the money. I don't know how she would be able to make a livelihood if they had to, like, literally move yeah. to Italy. I don't know how that would work. Um, but for the whole Jacqueline thing, I, I don't understand. I understand, like, you know, you have a friend and you love them. Like, I love you, Sarah. I love you. I yeah, love you. Yeah. I love you. But I don't need to, like, proclaim it 5,000 times or fight for your attention. Like, that whole thing with Jacqueline, like, she is sickly obsessed with Teresa. I don't know that it's... I agree that she is obsessive about Teresa. I think it's that she wants to save her. Like, Jacqueline desperately wants Teresa to be a better person, understand that she shouldn't have um, uh, relationships that are potentially toxic, uh... She is hurt that Teresa is choosing new friends and like wants her to remember the friendship that they used to have, but it is impossible to, let's say, save someone who doesn't want to save themselves. Yeah. Like, it's not Jacqueline's job to remind Teresa of but all I... of the terrible things that have happened between Teresa and Melissa, for example. And I think if Teresa and Melissa have come, if Tree and Melissa have come to a place <laughs> in their relationship as a family where they genuinely cannot talk about Strippergate anymore. Yeah. They agree to disagree and just It was so on, obvious that that was super, what she was doing. She was right. deflating the situation. She was, what? What did you say? Oh, I didn't even hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, leave it alone. That's right. her, That's her sister-in-law. They got to get along. Right. She's doing it to protect her family. That she will only affect it. your husband's relationship with you. Absolutely. And I think they've learned lessons because when they attacked each other, it was really difficult difficult to watch to watch some of those like season three season four it was sad yeah um or whatever seasons they actually were yeah I think it was actually three and four of uh, Jersey are really difficult to watch because it's so painful to see and what Jacqueline wants to Jacqueline wants to Jacqueline be, like, gets jealous right. though you can see that she gets jealous she she definitely has this like level of jealousy when she sees that things are good with Melissa and Teresa like 
I think there's some level of like weird jealousy thing going on. I don't know. And you know, Siggy, I get it. You're a relationship expert and all that, but like, stop with the nonsense. Like, <gasps> you, you don't like Siggy? I do like her. I love, I love her. I love her. I mean, I think she's great. Yeah. But um, you she's a little much with her kids. Like, you know. Calm oh my down. god, I love her. But like, stop trying to force feed people into like making it all better and putting a bandaid on it. Like. Some things have to happen organically. Like, right. I don't think Siggy was putting a, trying to well, put a band on Well, she keeps saying, she, saying, like, she loves you, Teresa. Right. She loves you. Well, no, I think she was trying to find a common ground for them, and it's just impossible at this point. Like, Jacqueline is a runaway train. Yeah. I think a small piece of it, I don't think it's all of it, I think a small piece of it, the fact that Jacqueline is back on TV and, like, wants to make her presence known. And she's doing what new housewives normally do. Yes. Is make a big scene, make right. it crazy. You know, can we just please stop the nonsense? and please bring back Danielle. No. Are you kidding me? I mean, Danielle, um, stop. Do you, you know kidding? how amazing that would be? Like, No, I don't. She had armored, she had guards with guns. What? Where are they dinner. now? Where is she now? Like, she is she a lesbian still? Like, I don't think she is. I think it was like Kim Zolciak being a lesbian where it was like for an episode. Oh for my like God, an I totally episode of Watch What Happens Live where they sing close to you by a piano and it's soft and it's weird and everybody's uncomfortable. I mean, I That's don't... That's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> I think Danielle, she has like two daughters that were so depressing to watch on camera. They're probably so like gorgeous adults now. I'm sure they're gorgeous They're adults. probably walking in fashion week. Like one of them was like absolutely stunning. Danielle Straub is like... Not a real. You need to get her on the show. Never, Danielle. She's not. No, no hard. Call me. Never. (laughs) She's not a real person. She was like a dark, scary. Would allude to violence. Everything about her was hilarious. Why did you think that was funny? I thought she was. She's at a dinner and she literally just takes out a. Hardcover oh, no, novel. that was great. Like, yeah, but season one, Danielle Staub was different than any season after. G- season one, Danielle Staub, when she was like just being a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I was totally fine with. Season two on, I couldn't actually watch. Like, uh, it was difficult for me to watch as a Bravo. She's so Alex. crazy. She's insane. It I love cr- the crazy. Like, I just, I love the crazy. It's like, it's like when Nini goes off on like her crazy spats or like when, you know, you know, uh, Gone with the Wind, fabulous Kenya. Like, I just love the crazy. But I think Danielle Staub took it way, she way, sh- You way know what? I feel bad her. for her. She should have got her own show. She should have got some sort of her own Are show. Are you If they can get Kim Zolciak and those 25 kids that she has a show. Oh, my God. I love... Do you watch Kim's show? I haven't watched it this season, but I'm into it. I do watch I, it. I support it from afar. I, I do watch, watch it. it. I think it's kind of funny how her daughter, Brielle, is, is starting to look like a uh, Barbie doll version of Kim. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah, so natural. It's, uh, but I die for uh, Casey, for Kim Z. But I think that the, like Danielle should have got a show. Danielle totally should have got a show. Maybe it would have been on like another channel, <laughs> like a sister channel. <laughs> right, true, true TV. We're true. like court time. True courtroom drama. Yeah. Um. So pivoting back to this season, what do you think about? what's going to happen with Teresa and Jacqueline? Do you think they will ever repair their friendship? Or is it like what's allegedly happened with Tamara and Vicky where something crazy goes down and even if they have like a slight bubble at the beginning where they're friends again, I think it'll, I, I don't think they, no, I don't think and they'll And neither of them should reach for it. It's strange to me that Jacqueline Jacqueline is still, seems to have a better relationship with Kathy and Rosie. She should just stick with that. Yeah, what did you think about 
know, Rosie, uh, sorry, Kathy coming in at the end of this week's episode to talk about what happened, it made me kind of uncomfortable to see her just because there's so much weirdness with her and Teresa. Like, why is she still on the show? Is she, I get the whole friends of or family of. Like, I think that's it. That they would only give her a little bit of filming access, not a ton. And I think she, she seems like a really nice person, she, like a wholesome person. She does. Her and Rosie seem like wholesome people. You know, they just, they want, they want their family. You know, they obviously have an elderly mother that, that wants, you know, everything to be all good. You know, you have yeah. the parents, the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, I would just give up on that. Like, did they think that, you know, Teresa was going to come back and, like, embrace them? Like, I, I just kind of give up on it. Like, I don't obviously know, I she has like, her hands full with her daughter, too. I mean, I hope she feels, I hope she gets better. Oh, yeah, Kathy's daughter's ill. Yeah, so, like, why are they, like, trying so hard? You know, Teresa clearly... Well, that was weird. Teresa doesn't want a relationship with him. With, and why was she crying when she left? Like, that was a little bizarre to me. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't know what to say And she about shouldn't it. have said, uh, my door's always open, if it's not. Okay, wait a second. I actually understood that. Because have you ever had, like, a really uncomfortable conversation with someone, and at the end you're like, you know, but, like, and you're just trying to end the conversation, and you say, oh, yeah, so, you know, call me if, you, if anything crazy happens. Yeah. Where it's, like, a social... Um, norm to just to end something See, I, with a little I bit of I hear you on that. It just... I hear you on that, but I think I stopped doing that when I was like 28. Really? Because now that, that I'm... That very specific. Yeah, 28 feels about the right age. Okay, enjoy. But, you know, now that I'm 31, you know, so many years after... Oh my after, God, so um, many years now I just say bye. Now I just say bye. Like, now I don't, I don't leave those open kind of... If I'm not... I'm not going to make fake plans with someone, so I don't understand why she was making... You know, the, oh, oh, my door's always open. You know, oh, you know, you know, my door's always open. You know, no, if your door's not open, your door's not open. Don't assume that someone really thinks that because Kathy, like I said, is very wholesome and she's probably like, oh, her door is always open because we're family, please. Didn't she make some sort of aside in this episode, though, where she, like, remarked about what Teresa said and was like, yeah, but she doesn't really mean it? I thought there was yeah, some moment. Yeah, she doesn't. So right. she knows that it's not real. I mean, it's just it was a polite thing for Teresa. No, but that do. was the whole argument on the party bus. They were like, well, they really thought that your oh, door right. was always open. So that was a strange thing. The whole fight um, with Jacqueline and what was the name of the angry lesbian? Ger- lesbian. I'm gonna say it was Rosie, but I know that's not no, right. no, no. It was um, I forget Rachel. No, not Rachel. Sure. Um, well, first of all, Jacqueline is very strange like she's one of those people that like when she's yelling at you is smiling right it's yeah, that because it's she that was, uncom- she got really intense yeah it's that uncomfortable it's like when the same thing happens to people that like are uncomfortable when they when they want to like cry they like yeah. start smiling yeah like i don't i don't understand that I, that's not me so yeah. i don't know how that works but i can understand how jacqueline's very confusing because she's smiling when she's screaming at you so it's like, are you kidding? Is this like a big joke? Or right. are we like really in a fight? And they were also, to use the quote that was used, raging on each other's asses. I mean, Jacqueline was giving it just as much as she was taking it. Which, oh, she was loving every made, minute of it. Right. It was, she was super intense and upset, but she, there was never a moment where I think she genuinely could have felt threatened because she was threatening right back. I mean, yeah. they were... It made sense to me for one of the two of them to leave because it was not, I mean, well, obviously, it was not a great environment and obviously it's going to be the person who's like the friend of Yeah, the, the lesbians needed to go. I mean, right. I love lesbians, but they needed to go. It just didn't make sense that she would then say that it was like a whole, 
you know, these are, you're a criminal, blah, blah, blah. I can't believe. The C I word, think, the other C word. <laughs> right. The other C word. Um, and I think for Jacqueline, she was just really emotional and upset about the fact that she was go she thought she was going back to bat for Teresa, not understanding that no one asked her to do that. And then she was upset when Teresa defended these um, sort of new friends, yeah. thinking, well, we have this great history. And it's like, well, you need to understand that Teresa right now is not looking for a complicated history and a complicated relationship. She's looking for people who may be super superficial. But and that's she can't what be around. She can't be around conflict. She can't be around. Like, no, it's how too embarrassing. Much. She's in a restaurant and there's people all around, and now she's getting screamed at and called a criminal. Like, I'm sure, like, that's, like, yeah, super that embarrassing. I mean, it's a weird It's thing. only going to get worse, by the way, because there's another posh fashion show. Oh, I can't wait. Which I'm dying Kim for. Kim D forever. Kim D. Um, and I love how, by the way, not sure if you caught it, but now on her sign of her new store, it says, Posh by Kim D. Oh my God, instead of Envy by Melissa Gorga? No, I think it's more like she's using Kim D as oh, like... As I'm like a, in case you didn't know, oh it's God. the famous Kim D. You need to have Kim D on. Who? <laughs> I love or Kim guests. or Kim I G. I love these guest suggestions. Yeah, I mean, great. listen. I'm into it. Call your PR girl <laughs> and get her on it. The Maribel is really it. kicking it. Ariel, <laughs> the Lord has had half of a bottle of Brown and Angelina. It just goes down there. like you know, goes down like their relationship. Oh no, <laughs> terribly. It's sort of an interesting um, evolution in my thoughts about Teresa because during Strippergate, which Jacqueline can't let go, which no one else ever wants to talk to again, I um, couldn't imagine ever supporting Teresa ever again. After all that, even with her going to jail, I couldn't imagine supporting her. And now I'm like watching the show and in this place where I look at her and I'm like, you know what? I'm Team Tree. I never thought, I guess I'm a tree hugger like it's her like fans. It's like tree hugger, yeah, I like I that. I never thought that she was... It's crazy to, how she's blossomed. I think she has. I don't think she's as she's blossomed as much as she's pretending that she has. She probably but I looking think she back has matured. She's never. She probably never thought she would blossom the way she blossomed. Like she is the. You know how they always say there's like the alpha female of the group, and that sometimes it changes year to year. Yeah. Like at one year it was Jill Zarin, and the next minute it was Bethany, and the next. You know what I mean? Like, Nini, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was Candy. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? No, I totally She do. has taken over and held the reign. Like, she really has, Teresa. And she was not the main in the beginning of Jersey. I mean... Um, I think she got everyone's attention with the house flipping and everything else. Yeah, the, the table flipping, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Sorry, house flipping. What am I talking about? Um, Brad and... She Jill. doesn't flip houses because she... That's gross. Right. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's turning tables. She skeeves it. She's... She's turning, whatever. What is her book? Isn't it turning, turning Tables? It is. No, it's like turning. She's not turning tables. She's, turn she's not flipping tables. She's turning tables. That's yeah, what it is. Oh exactly, exactly. Have you listened to the audio recording of that? I listened to it once for Who's, 10 seconds. Does she do it? Yeah, it is so monotonous, low voice, no emotion. She's like learning how to read as she reads her book. It's not. 20 takes in. Yeah, 30 takes in. It's not the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, but on that note, I am so thrilled. Is there anything else you want to say about OC no, this is Jersey? Fun. <laughs> this, is a good, this is a good time. Oh, good. I'm glad yeah. you had fun. Well, um, I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners for hanging in there. We have an exciting uh, next couple weeks coming up. 
Um, thank you so much to the amazing Camille Harris for composing our original theme, and we love it so, so thanks Camille, and to Elizabeth Howell for our new graphic design, Die For You, Lizzie H., um, and, and me, and to Erica for joining, oh my god, thanks for having and me, and Zach, we're yeah. Housewives of Rhode yeah. Island, and yeah, there's a new franchise, oh my god, I can't wait, guys, everybody have a great week, cheers, we'll see you next week. <laughs>